All right, this is podcast only, but you're going to hear the rest of today's radio show. But just so you know why I was split into two clips, we had been reached out to going, hey, we'd like to hear the first part of the show earlier if possible, especially for people on the East Coast. And we said, okay, we understand. We got it. So you're hearing two clips, and that's also because we put the first half up a lot earlier. So I don't know if you're annoyed having to go through your feed and click on one, two, then we'll probably do a post show today, three different clips. I hope not. Uh, we're trying to give you as much content as possible, and we're actually trying to make sure that you guys have the best listening experience possible. So here's the second half of today's show, and also just know that if you want to hear the first two hours earlier, you can. It'll be up here on the podcast feed. So there you go. All right, on to the second half of the show. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Here are your top three songs in country music right now. At number three, Kane Brown, One Mississippi. At number two, Kelsey and Kenny Chesney, Half of My Hometown. Half of my hometown, still hanging around, still talking about that one touchdown. That song is so relatable. I mean, especially for me who comes from a really small town. I think that's probably why I'm drawn to it so much. Love Kelsey. Like Kenny. And I'm just No like, love Kenny? I like Kenny. <laughs> I like Kenny's slow songs. Yeah. But I just I wouldn't go to a Kenny show. You're not Island Kenny? I love Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, you do? I do. I love Island Kenny. Love Kelsey. Like Kenny. <laughs> that's funny. And it's, it's the like. Yeah, it's not like. It's, it's love like. Kelsey. Like Kenny. <laughs> So, love McGraw. Yeah. Like Kenny. Like Kenny. <laughs> um, love Kenny's slow songs. You do. Don't really like the beats, the island stuff from anybody, oh. though. You know, the only You don't person- like Zach Brown Island? No. Mm. Oh, I don't like Zach Brown Island music. <laughs> I like Zach Brown, like uh, the, the emotional stuff, like, you know, Highway 20 Ride. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, you know. But no, I don't like it. I got my toes in the water. Yeah. Eh. That's what I'm talking about. Senorita. Adios and vaya con Dios. I just don't, I don't even like the beach. I think that's why. <laughs> I just don't like the beach. So the songs I don't relate to. They're catchy. Gotcha. Uh, number one, Morgan Wallen, Sand in My Boots. Something about the way she kissed me Tells me she loves in Tennessee Yeah, but all I brought That song stays in my head. Good. And just only that part. Something about the way <laughs> And then I don't know anymore. That's a good one. Uh, the number one pop song, Justin Bieber, Ghost. I want you to know that if I can't be close to you, I settle for the ghost of you. Come on, sing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at singing that one. Yeah. You know, pretty good. All right, those, those are your number one songs in music right now. Over to Amy now with The Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. So I once had a hen that could count her own eggs. You had a hen that could count her own eggs, okay? Yeah, she was a mathema chicken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was The Morning Corny. 
We're going to play What Would You Do, but first, Lunchbox is going to tell us what happened to him. Lunch. So the wife and I, we decide to go out to eat. We take the kids. So we have the three kids, and only two of them can eat. So we order four meals. And it's a busy restaurant, and the waitress is hustling and bustling, and she brings out a tray of food. And the table to our right is a four-top also. She takes all four plates, sets them in front of them, starts to walk away, and they go, oh, excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, ma'am, uh, wrong table. And she's like, oh, and she looks at the ticket, and she goes, oh, you're right. She picks them up and then brings them over to our table and puts them in front of us and then walks away. So my question is, what do you do in that situation? Okay, here are the four options. Oh, oh what? okay, what he actually did. Well, first, what would you do before we f- guess what Lunchbox did? Because people breathe on, I mean, they're in front of the people. I was wondering what the problem was. No, I'm just saying, they're on the table, the people are there, I mean. The waitress is close to the food, though, too, and you don't mind that. You you don't know what I did. I'm just just giving you the options of, like, what's going on in the restaurant. I'm guessing what he did. What would you have done? We're not talking about him right now. I would have just eaten it. I mean, if they didn't touch it, if they started to poke at it with their fork, I'm out. I, I need new ones, but you're, you run the risk of something happening to your food back in the kitchen for ordering more food for no reason than you do if you just ate the food that was placed in front of somebody. It is a weird situation. I know. It's not fun. I don't like it, but mm. I'm probably just going to eat it. What are you doing? Did you see the food laid down in front of the table? No. I think if it's like three-second rule, when you drop something on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I, thought it was I think five, if they're okay. like, okay, boom, 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 boom. Ma'am, wrong table. I mean, if it was super brief. Yeah, but if they have to, like, lift up the bun to see if this is the burger sure. I yeah, ordered, then that's no. that's different. If there was any touching of any utensil or any touching of a hand with any of it, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go, hey, we don't want that food. But if it's quick and they're like, oh, wrong table, I'm probably going to take it and eat it. Yeah. Eddie? Yes, I would do nothing unless they were already eating it. But other than that, I, I was really waiting to see what Lunchbox's problem was, was with the whole situation because I didn't see an issue with it's it It's the at breathing, all. right? <laughs> <He just laughs> said, okay, what yeah. do you think Lunchbox did? I'm going to give you four options. A, eat it and understand, hey, mistakes happen. Okay. okay. Get that out of here. <laughs> right. B, ask them to recook it because the other people had breathed on it. Nice. C, said nothing. Taking away your tip. Oh. Ooh, that's possible. D, speak to a manager and get a discount because mm. of the mess up. Hmm. So, oh, man. I think we can all eliminate, hey, mistakes Option happen. A. A he, he yells at people out. for no reason. Yeah. But, I mean, all those other ones. Mm. So, we're, we've all eliminated that one, right? We're all good there? Yes. Okay. So, ask him to recook it because the other people have breathed on it. Which they're probably not going to recook it. They may throw it in a warmer real quick, but they're probably not going to recook it. Oh, I thought maybe remake the whole dish. No, 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 I get it. That's what he's asking, but I don't think that's what they're going to do. Said nothing. Ate it, but take away the tip. Yeah, that's good. Or speak to the manager and get a discount because of the mess up. What do you think Lunchbox did, Amy? I mean, gosh, he's so about money. So I think he either did the manager or the no tip. So I'm thinking he... Ate it, took away your tip. Okay. Eddie? He was not happy about it, so he talked to the restaurant and said, I would like a discount. I think I would have went that way, except I think he showed his cards too early when he came out fighting for the they breathed on it. Yeah, I thought about that. I think he should I think he kind of jumped the gun and was like, they breathe. So I think that's why I'm gonna vote on that. So I'm gonna go ask him to recook it because other people have breathed <laughs> on it. <laughs> They're all ridiculous. Uh, it's no, fun. actually, I don't think they're all ridiculous. Okay. 
I think this said nothing but taking away the tip is ridiculous. That's the only one that's ridiculous. <laughs> He's done I that know, but The other two I wouldn't have done, but I understand them. Lunchbox, what did you do? Oh, I did option B, ask oh. them to remake the meal because other people had breathed on it. Because I don't know if those people touched it. I just heard them say, oh, excuse me, ma'am, wrong table. And I saw her collect the plates and then immediately hand them to us. And uh, Susan, who was sitting over there, was sneezing before the plates Sneezing came. Susan was next yeah, to you? Sneezing Whoa. Susan was next to me. And she I'm like, was? man, like, I don't know like <laughs> if she sneezed into her hand and touched that plate. Like, it's just to me, I'm like, with all the germs... Sorry, you put it in front of them yeah. with their germs and their hands could have accidentally touched it. I don't know where they grabbed the plate. Then so, how did you know that it happened if you didn't see he it? Heard. I heard and I looked at the waitress picking up the plates and mm-hmm. then immediately look at the receipt and bring it to our table. I don't think that makes you a jerk. Yeah. There are other things at times that I get a bit disappointed in. I don't think this makes you that way. Now, did you tip the waitress? I tipped her normal. And just so you know, the people before me only tipped 5%. How do you know that? Uh, because it was so busy, the receipt was still stuck in the little... Um, stand on the table and I looked at it I was like ooh 5% I can but beat that you, and how bad did you beat that what did you beat it with I got 20% nice are you lying okay. no okay why Sometimes. are you talking like that? Yeah, why are you making that face? I'm not making a face, guys. Amy, I'm just ahead. telling you. I, I'm glad that you guys don't think I'm a jerk. I don't think you're a jerk, no. Amy? Well, I was just going to say that sometimes people leave a cash tip as well. And then if they pay cash for something and then they leave what, the rest of it on the card. That happened? So, no, it was but, a $48 bill and they left five bucks. Okay, I know. Well, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. <laughs> I just was <laughs> hoping for the best there, but I guess not. All right, Lunchbox. You you didn't throw a fit, and I don't think that was wrong what yeah, you did. we're proud of you. Growth. Yeah. Growth. Yeah, growth. Good job. I had noodles last night, now that I think about it. You did? Yeah, oh, Kayla no. made some soup that was really good. Oh, with noodles? Yeah, it was hmm. the best. She's the best cook. I remember when I met her, and she's like, I can cook. And I was like, <laughs> pretty girl I can cook. Okay. But, <laughs> I know. I was wrong. Okay, yeah. I was absolutely wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. And then she was like, no, I'm actually pretty good. And I was like, okay, why don't you cook a little something then? <laughs> but she crushes it. Like this it doesn't, is good. She crushes it at things that she's great at. And then she will just go, well, we don't have any groceries. So let me do a reality show and go on and see what I can make out of this. And then she goes, bam, it's good. Like I think if I were to ever count on, you know, all the meals that she's made, maybe two out of like 300 I've been like, eh. And she also knows what I like. And she also knows I have stomach issues. So she's researched the things that probably aren't good with IBS. And then she makes stuff with... I mean, it's what's wild. Did you really say, eh, to her after I, those uh, Honestly, I was, I was way judgmental because I thought she was too pretty to be a good cook. Uh-huh. And, and she shouldn't be as funny as she is. Right. Because... You should only be funny if you were beat up and it was a defense mechanism. Hello. <laughs> like Hello, you. Lady. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. So that's it. And so she made noodles last night. We had noodles. She made a soup. Some sort of soup with chicken in it. I don't chicken know. Chicken noodle soup, maybe? It wow. wasn't chicken noodle <laughs> soup. Okay. There was kale. There was. Um, I'm not a big chicken noodle soup guy. Okay. Well, it's just a guess. It was bonza <laughs> pasta, which is made of chickpeas. Oh, yeah. Pasta. So even those noodles are... Uh, some some people would say not even real noodles. <laughs> yeah. But they're pretty good on my belly, so. Uh, okay, here we go. A uh, young man in the New England area underwent multiple amputations after eating a leftover cool. noodle meal. Yeah. And he suffered from multiple organ failure. What? <sighs> yeah. The 19-year-old man's case recently went viral. He was fine until about 20 hours. 
after eating a rice chicken and lo mein meal left over from a restaurant. After that period, he developed abdominal pain, nausea, and started vomiting, which I would have felt then I had food poisoning. Sure. Not food death or food going to have my arms (laughs) cut off. That stinks. And so he also experienced chest pain, shortness of breath, blurry vision, among other symptoms. He then started to be discolored in his face and skin, purple. Oh. Taken to the hospital. I would have just thought I'm having a really bad case of food poisoning. The man was treated for shock, organ failure, skin mottling, (sighs) and a rapidly progressive reticular rash. From there, oh, he lost his legs, not his arms. Doctors amputated both of his legs below the knees and different parts of his fingers. The man's friend who ate the same leftovers threw up once but did not get sick from people.com. Wow, so what, his what was body... it? But what can be in it? It feels I... like right. gasoline. Those little packets that say don't eat when you get them in the mail. Oh, yeah, the silicon. Yeah, did someone eat? Did they put that in the low main? Well, I mean, there must have been something growing on there, some sort of Wild. bacteria. And, and why didn't his wow. buddy get he, his? He'd... Well, because everybody's body yeah, reacts vaccine. different. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, vaccinated. I mean, what if? That'd be crazy. Uh, wow. Just a wild story. I didn't know that eating, well, anything normalish, could cause amputation. I think it's more of what was growing inside of that food for some reason, not that it was noodles. I get it, but if, yes, but isn't that the case with any food? It's undercooked, mm-hmm. overcooked, mm-hmm. what's growing in it? Yeah. I know. I just wanted to make sure people knew it was cool to eat noodles today. Oh, you think America's stopping noodles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I heard this show, this, this story on the show. Gosh, but that's awful. Mm-hmm. You eat noodles and you lo- lose your legs. Yeah, you just think you're heating up some leftovers. <sighs> Make sure it's hot. I mean, is that a gas state? And then the place, did they get to stay open? Oh, yeah, good question. Or did he put it in a place? Yeah, it- right. Did he not properly after, because it was leftovers, like the first night but he even ate it, then, did he if get you, sick? Even if you leave it on the counter and it's 83 degrees, <laughs> you probably shouldn't lose your legs. Right. <laughs> that, no, but yeah, that's, that's what wild. the question would be when you ate it first night. Uh, hot there... chocolate and hot cocoa are two different drinks. I did not know this. Me neither. Hot chocolate is small pieces of shavings of chocolate you mix with hot water. Hot cocoa is made with cocoa powder. That's what people are drinking most of the time. That makes sense. From the Huffington Post. Mm, I'm just going to go ahead and call them both hot chocolate. Right. Mm, yeah, hot yeah. cocoa always feels like you're a little frou-frou. You think you're better than me. But it sounds like hot cocoa is the least frou-frou of the both. But if you call it cocoa, I'm, I'm squinting <laughs> one eye at you and going, you think you're better than me, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I call it chocolate. We're going to call it chocolate. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? I call it hot chocolate. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, probably during Christmas time, I may slip out a few hot cocos. Mm. <laughs> it's just a vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibe. Um, okay, two women discover they were switched at birth more than 55 years later. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't even want to know, honestly, yeah. at that yeah. point. I don't even want to know. Uh, one of them took an at-home DNA test. They're suing the Oklahoma hospital over the devastating mistake. I, I, just, I wouldn't want to know. I would just go ahead. I'd like to live my life. I got my situation. If I'm happy with it, especially at 55. 55, because then their parents might be not not even alive. That's true. So then it's like, okay, what do I do with this Man, information? Man, the parents raised you without ever knowing that it wasn't you. If I'm 39... 40, 41, I'm on the edge right now. If there's a switch up I haven't been told about, I'd like to know if, like, Bezos is my dad. Otherwise, I'm good. <laughs> Got a lot like, of money I, waiting for you. You know, I've gone through a lot of crap, but I'm stronger because of it. I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I mean, that would be wild. What if? I know. <laughs> wow. That'd be pretty cool. Be nice. Uh, I, Tina Ennis and Jill Lopez, now 57, were both born at Duncan 
Physicians and Surgeons Hospital in Oklahoma back on May 18, 1964. Each accidentally went home with the other's biological parents. I would think that back in the day, this happened a lot. Yes, because we even they now— They just toe-tagged them. All right, this baby's a Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> Right, and that's why there's things implemented now to keep that from happening because it obviously was happening. Which in 2019, is wild. Ennis took an Ancestry.com DNA test and was confused to see a list of relations of names she didn't know. Like, you're related to this person. You're related to this person. She's like, I don't know any of these people. Oh. The mother who raised her took a DNA test as well. Oh. Okay, so she's alive still. That mom, yeah. And that's, they learned they were not related. That's brutal. Yeah, but the other parents are dead. Yeah, for they, the parents, it's the most... I mean, for the child, it's shocking, but that, that's all you've known. For the parents, you're like, wait, I brought home the wrong I've been baby. raising and seeing... You're like, seen. oh, I knew that kid wasn't that good. Yeah, it didn't look like me. <laughs> kid wasn't near as I'm smart an athlete. as we had hoped. Yeah. <laughs> they tracked down Lopez and the local who was born on the same day as Ennis. They got her to take a DNA test. Imagine, though, if you're the person, they just knock on your door. Hey, will you take this test? Take this up your nose, please. Swab your cheek with this. Would random, you just do it? Random stranger. I don't know. I think I would need to be told. I would need to react probably in a way that uh, was just uh, c- completely visceral. Which is me going, ah! Is how I'm reacting because I feel this way. And then I would take a night and go, I need to do this. Then I would call them back and go, okay, I'll do it. Ugh. But no, I would not just answer the door and have somebody <laughs> swab me. Sure, come on. Put it in there. <laughs> The results show that Jones was Lopez's biological mother, and they're all now suing. Uh, the first person's biological parents have passed away, or the second one of them. Ennis's biological parents have passed away, and now she'll never get to meet them. Man. So it's the first woman, but her parents yeah. that she didn't get to meet. You know, the, oh gosh, and those the, that hospital's just now getting hit with a lawsuit. You know, the people working there now are like, we didn't have anything to do with this. That's yeah, it's gonna be renamed. Ago. We good, <laughs> and now they're having to deal with it. Ennis Memorial. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ennis Lopez. Oh, boy. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. More performers were announced for the ACM Awards. Some of them include Carrie Underwood, Eric Church, Jason Aldean, Kane Brown, and Brothers Osborne. Plus, Dolly Parton will perform with Kelsey Ballerini. The show streams live on March 7th on Amazon Prime Video. Garth Brooks promised his daughter Allie he would get a tattoo, but he has some concerns. If it hurts, I'm out. Because I'm the biggest wimp. I don't like spicy foods. I don't like hot drinks. So if it hurts at all, fine. But if they give you that numbing stuff or anything they can give you that you don't even remember having the tattoo, I'm in. Brett Young has a golf shirt collection that drives his wife crazy. I wear t-shirts on our golf course. She's like, why do you keep buying golf shirts if you're not going to wear them? I'm like, because I collect them. They've got the logo of the place that I played. And so, yeah, I, I definitely can't play a new course without buying a shirt. And it drives her bananas. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A Virginia family was out running errands and they had their dog Luna in the car. When they got out of the shopping center, Luna jumped out of the truck and took off running, ran into the woods. For a couple days, they're searching and people would see Luna, 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 come here. And Luna would get scared and run away. So they're out searching another day and the mom's standing there on the side of the road with the baby and the baby starts crying. And the dog comes running up to check on the baby. Oh, wow. That's, That's how they got the wow. dog back is because he heard the baby crying and was like, oh, I got to make sure the baby's okay. Wild. I can't get Elder to come back for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, Ivy, we, we do a whistle. We trained her with the meat whistle. Meaning we have a whistle and every time we'd blow it, we'd give her meat. Oh, yeah. So she, but now I think she gets it. 
She's like, it's not worth a piece of meat for me to come back if I'm out having fun. <laughs> She's smarter than that. It's crazy. Yeah, it stinks. Uh, great story, though. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over and check in with the big stories of the day. Bobby's Big Stories. Boy, it's a weird one. Tiffany Mills visited a clinic in November to get a reduction. She had 32F breasts. She paid $8,000 to have her breasts reduced in size and lifted, but instead, she claims she was given implants and a tummy tuck. And <gasps> the wrong thing. That's awful. Oh. According to Tiffany, the error occurred when the clinic mixed up her records with another patient's. She says she complained. They, she said that she complained, and they said, "Don't be upset. You got free surgery." Oh, that's, that's not the response. <laughs> yeah, they're hoping she lets this one slide. <laughs> yeah, you know they they were like, "Okay, how do we react?" Well, we can apologize and go, "We're very sorry," and risk being sued, or we can go, "Hey, this is a little treat from us," and then risk being sued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both risk. They being tried sued. the second one. Wow, uh, that's from the Daily Mail. That is a very unfortunate story. Uh, the update on Sam Hunt. This was in the news again today. Uh, it looks like Sam Hunt's wife changed her mind. Really? One day after news hit that she had filed for divorce, citing the singer's alleged infidelity reports, say she's withdrawn her filing. Eddie, your jaw dropped. Let's oh. go. I mean, this is the best case scenario. It is encouraging indeed. I Again, I'll say what I said yesterday. I don't know what's happening there. Wow. According to Us Weekly, Hannah, who revealed in the doc that she's pregnant with the couple's first child, filed her original docs on Friday at 1143. Um, in Tennessee, a non-suit filing is the same thing as a dismissal, which means uh, no longer looking for a divorce. Oh, dang. She just missed it by a news day cycle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because... You kind of wish. Couldn't do take backs before it I hit know. the... Yeah. I know. I hate having to read this stuff, but I, I don't want people to call me out for not saying stuff about certain people and others about others, right. you know? But I hope to God that they're able to... Reconcile. Yes, and somehow fix this. Yes. Because we all go through crap. That's right. We all do crap. We all have crap done to us. It is not what happens to you. It's how you react and grow from it. That is life. Most of life isn't getting punched in the gut. Most of life is after you get punched in the gut, how do you get back up and keep going? Not just talking about this situation, because that's quite the blow to the gut. But just in general, we all screw up really bad. We all screw people over at times, accidentally even. Mm -hmm. And so for me, for you, I would hope someone would give me a little grace, and I hope to be better at giving people grace. That's tough sometimes. It's very tough sometimes. So, again, let's hope they're able to fix this, figure it out, and be stronger because of it. I know. The baby's due in May, right? That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's move on to Elton John. He had to make an emergency landing in his private jet, which suffered hydraulic failure, which helped me with hydraulic failure. I'm assuming the wheels aren't coming down, maybe, because they say at 10,000 feet. So that's not high. That's maybe when you start to lower the wheels. Your husband's a pilot. Help me out here. Yeah, he is the one that knows how to fly the plane. Not you. I thought maybe you picked up a few things. Come on, Amy. Although, when I have flown with him in a teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, tiny, tiny plane, it has been my job to go over the checklist for landing, and I do have to make sure wheels are down. Mm. Cross-check. 
Wheels down. The 74-year-old <laughs> rocket man, they say, was en route, okay. en route to, uh, <laughs> to New York from England, and the plane made a U-turn over the Atlantic Ocean and headed back. According to reports, oh, uh, John's jet was uh, had 80-mile-an-hour winds, made the landing difficult. It finally landed on its third attempt. La, la, la. I don't like it. I don't want to be. I don't like flying. I don't know why Dustin Lynch wants to be a pilot. <laughs> so I guess, I don't know, if it was hydraulic failure, did they manually pull the wheels down? That had to happen in a Southwest flight for me once. They had to get on the floor. The pilot comes back, takes out a panel, pulls the carpet what? up. Takes out a panel in the floor and row, like, does the crank until the wheel comes down. That's crazy. And we're looking at him like, are we on camera? They couldn't get the wheel down. That's crazy. Yeah. Did anyone help him? Or did you guys just watch? No, no, no. Nobody helped him. (laughs) He knows what he's doing. Nobody, nobody knew exactly what he was doing. They didn't announce it. Hey, you guys all might die, so we're going to send our pilot back to crank the wheel down. <laughs> but you had a feeling. But after they did it, they told us. They said, hey, our pilot. I knew what was happening. I could hear the wheels going down. Wow. It was an awful feeling, and, I, and I'm lucky I didn't die. We're all pretty grateful I didn't yes, die. Yes, we are very grateful. Uh, a 16-year-old chess prodigy who became the youngest international master uh, beats the number one person in an online championship. How old? 16-year-old chess prodigy. Uh, he became an international master at age 10. Dang. I don't know. I watched that one show on Netflix, and I feel like I know what's going on. Queen's, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, classic. <laughs> Checkmate and stuff. Kids rule. Yeah. <laughs> Kids master. do the dangest things. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Beat him in 39 moves. That's from Daily Mail. All right. Those are your big stories. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Over on the phone is Ralph in Tennessee. Let's go talk to Ralph, who's been sitting on hold patiently. Ralph, what's your question, buddy? Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Uh, I have to actually have a question for Eddie. I wanted to find out if we can get an update on his man panties. What happened with that? Eddie, let me set it up real quick. <laughs> Eddie lost a wheel, had to wear these Japanese man panties for Lacey. three days. No, two days. Two right? days? Yeah, two, yeah, two days. And what? where are they? In the trash? No, no. Like, how did it go? Uh... I mean, they were fine. I, I think the hardest part was just reminding my wife that I'm wearing man panties. Other than that, I forgot that I was actually wearing underwear because they breathe very nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they crawled up a little bit, weren't very comfortable in the back side of it, but it's fine. I see why people would want to do it if that's what they wanted to do, but I like my boxers. I'm cool with my boxers. If socially acceptable, would you wear those on occasion? No. Okay, okay no, well, no, maybe because- not even. What if your wife was like, I'm kind of into this? <sighs> no. No, because I'm the one wearing the panties. Okay, but remember that, right? Yeah. Because if your wife said it looks hot on you and you're like, no, because I'm wearing them. And if you say panties, <laughs> that part's weird. They're lacy briefs. Bobby called come, them panties. But how come I can say it and it's not creepy, but when you and Lunchbox say it, I don't it, know. Panties. What's wrong with panties? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ralph, thanks, buddy. Thank you. You guys have a good day. Hope you're satisfied with that update. What? I am. Oh. Yes. Give him a shot, Rob. Ralph? I mean, whatever. You want Ralph. Some? Yeah, Lunchbox. Uh, but one thing, Eddie, take your old underwear home. You have it laying under your desk. It's disgusting. Oh, still? Like, Ew. it's still laying there. His what nasty, dirty underwear. When, when I guess, uh, take them home. Oh. Take, like, if, he, if that was Lunchbox, we'd have thrown a fit. Exactly. Take them home. They're clean, guys. Take them home. Uh, they must have been okay. home. <laughs> a mom revealed she woke up one morning with 20 years of memories completely scraped from her brain. She was like, I don't know anything that's happened. Her name was Claire Muffet Reese. She got a cold. Like, oh. she, and then she fell asleep. She was going to sleep because she wasn't feeling well. She woke up and everything was gone. She was diagnosed with something called encephalitis. 
an uncommon and severe condition where the brain becomes inflamed. Mm. She went to bed thinking she had a minor cold, but she fell into a coma for 16 days. Wow. Doctors say if she were to regain her memories at this point, it would have happened by now. And so she's 20 years of memories gone. And, And I'll say this. Thank God we have phones. She can get a little bit of it back. We take pictures of everything. I know, but... Yes, it sucks. But I like to find any reason to be thankful for phones. Yes. <laughs> you do. And you just found one. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, wildly unfortunate. Dang. Because, again, she just had a cold. In her mind, she just had a cold. And how do you get rid of a cold? By sleeping, by resting, by giving your, your body a chance to fight it. And she was like, wait, what? What? Where did my memories go? She remembers some. She knows who she is. Like from her earlier years. Mm-hmm. That is uh, crazy, crazy. And it's just every time I have anything small happen to me, I th- if I eat a noodle, we talked about earlier, no, I'd be like, I'm about to lose my legs. If I get a cold. Lose your memory. Oh. Lose my memory. Uh, new studies looked into the best places in America to raise a family. Finally, finally, Arkansas makes a positive list. Okay. So we're looking here. Uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, number five. Cincinnati, Ohio at number four. Raleigh, North Carolina at three, which Amy lived on the edge. Yeah, I live like Southern Pines, which is about an hour away. Uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut at two, and Grand Rapids, Michigan at one. That's from rockethomes.com. I read this list, and I go, I'm sure this is a great place to raise families. I love Fayetteville, Arkansas. I had um, fantasized with Caitlin mm. about moving back and being a college professor at the University of Arkansas. Wow. Really? That's what your fantasy is? <laughs> Jeez. Interesting. That was an interesting word. I did, though. I was like, I I was like, you know what? When I'm done here, I'll just move back, move to Fayetteville, go to all the games, be a college professor. That that's the main reason to go to all the games. Is Caitlin like tell me more? No. Okay. No, no. She's like, I'm moving for you forever. We'll probably move for me next time. I'm like, that's fair. Professor Bones. Uh, so I read this, and here's the trouble I have: Michigan, Connecticut, North Carolina, Ohio, Arkansas. None of them are warm places. I am so anti-cold. And I've lived, growing up in Arkansas, living in Nashville now. They're cold for four months of the year, and I hate it. Yeah, no good. Living in Austin, Texas, for basically all of my adult developmental time, it was hot. I love hot. I love just not cold. And when I'm done and I'm retiring or I'm checking out or whatever, I'm going somewhere warm. That's I because I, I hate cold so much. And I'll shout out to all of our listeners in Boston, oh, in yeah. Maine, in Alaska. <laughs> Great people. Love you. <laughs> but it's cold. I can't, I can't do it. I don't mind the cold. I can't do it. For I, four months, though, Amy? It's but, but for six months. Yeah. Yeah. But for 10 months. And this isn't even cold. Yeah, this is right. What t- I, I know woke up I'm this saying, morning. Like, it, I woke up this morning and I was miserable. And it, it's 36. And I was like, I don't know how they do it in Antarctica <laughs> living up there studying. <laughs> it's 36. It's not even freezing. But I hate the cold. I was reading some comments from some listeners, and they're like, we hate when people call in. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't agree or disagree. Sometimes I, I look at the phones, and I'm like, oh, that might be interesting. And honest to God, sometimes it's not. And I pick up a call, and we're live, and I'm like, well, this call kind of sucks. Yeah, and I give yeah. Ray the, the fingers like to turn <laughs> it down. But sometimes it's awesome. And so... The, the general sentiment was, we don't listen to hear other people call into the show. We listen because we want to hear you be funny or you be compelling or you be. And so I just been kind of sitting with that for a couple days. 
that if listeners hate callers, no more callers. Listeners love callers. We put on more callers. I think in the end it comes down to me going, do I think this is going to be good, entertaining? And I will admit sometimes it is not. That is the a difficult part of live radio is that sometimes you put somebody on and sometimes they go rogue on Abby. They're like, hey, I'd like to call and I really have a positive story that I want to share. And they come on and they're talking about their pizza topping from last night. And we're yeah, like, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I like callers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it's a reminder. For us, oh, it's yay, a mix. It's listening. refreshing. But yeah. I'm just letting you guys know I'm, I'm paying attention to what you're saying. Like I'm picking up what you're putting down. And it's a it's a risky segment to do, but if there's something we do that you hate, let us know. Like 17 years ago or something, before I was even on the show, I had an hour commute to work, and I would listen mm-hmm. to the Bobby Bone Show. And it's I called, when you refer to it as that. What? The bo- it was. You, though. I, know, I, know. I was a listener, <laughs> I and I called in. I know. Yeah. And About I got to work. Patio places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Where do, y'all were like, where are the best places to eat in Austin? Mm-hmm. I told y'all, and I went to work, and I was so excited, and everyone was like, who are you? What? <laughs> What uh, show? Yeah, who? <laughs> who? <laughs> so I enjoy talking to our listeners, but if you hate the callers, let me know. Um, if there's another segment, not just us talking. If you just hate us talking, we're probably not the show to listen to. <laughs> you can't do anything about that. Yeah, <laughs> but if there's like certain segments, you, you, maybe you do love hate, right? You can call and let us know. Hmm. One you love, yeah. one you hate. Here we go. In a kind way. Eh, maybe funny. Hey, you have to call it hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you're thinking about murdering somebody, you should probably delete your Google search history if you've been looking it up and you do murder them. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, this story is from Nine News Australia, but she's been sentenced with 40 years. She killed her partner. This is two layers. I was reading this last night, and she made a couple, well, a few. She murdered somebody. That's so let's one. just say that's the first one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even need to say that. Like, don't murder somebody. But a jury found that Darcy had used her... Nuri, Nutri-Bullet, which is a blender. Nutri-Bullet, yeah. fancy Nutri-Bullet um, to mix up some drugs and then kill him using helium after he had made her the sole person that takes the estate if he dies. Yikes. So, they got a couple things here. Um, one, you you can't kill him right after they say you're the person that gets everything. Yeah, you need to wait years. You gotta wait a couple years. <laughs> yeah. That's a long play it's, thing. It's real obvious if you yeah. don't. It's like, well, yesterday he signed this over to you, and today he's dead accidentally. Well, that's fishy. <laughs> so, yeah, I that's mean, a that's a long play type you thing. You know, for some people, though, that might really happen, and they're like, I didn't murder him. It's real. No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the odds of that. I know, but okay, keep going. Yeah, the odds of that. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then we will, we'll investigate, mm-hmm. and we'll see. Um, secondly, they went to her Google searches, and they found hundreds of Google searches over seven months prior on different ways to kill him. Mm. Uh, so, she said that he had committed suicide through a lethal combination of helium and drugs, which I've never, I haven't heard of that. Um, I, but but she made up a drink and that, that's that, that, awful. That's that. But it was one. She gets everything if he dies. He dies. Okay, well let's investigate her. And they investigated her and they find Google searches of how to make him die. Probably didn't even take that long. I mean, it's like, they <laughs> walk, like, well, they hey, walk right in. <laughs> All right, we solved this. Solved this. I mean, oh. Can't even drink drinks in your own home. You can't even have a helium concoction anymore. <laughs> right. How do you drink helium? No, seriously. That's, yeah, that's a good fun. question. Yeah. That was just in balloons. How do you drink helium? You just mix up some drugs and kill them using helium. Wow. Um, all right. We have callers on that want to tell us. I said, hey, you can tell us. And I started off by going, tell us what you don't like. 
because some callers and some people saying they don't like callers. And like, tell us what you don't like because we'll we'll work on that. We want to be a better show for you. Uh, Steve in Austin. Let's talk to him over on line four. Steve. Steve, what's happening, buddy? What's going on, Bobby? You're on the air. Not a lot, man. I've been listening to you guys since I was in, like, middle school. One thing I remember that you guys did whenever y'all were on uh, 96.7 was you would have callers call in and say, more talk, less music. Mm-hmm. That would be cool if y'all brought that back. I would talk every day, um, all day. I would I would play no music, and I would play, it'd just be us talking. But for different reasons, yes, we play, have to play songs occasionally. But I, but I get that, and I appreciate that. So what would, what do you love? What do you hate? Uh, I love to tell me something good. Um, it's just really encouraging. Uh, I really hate when you guys give uh, Lunchbox the opportunity just to hate on people's dreams because it just comes across bitter. Oh, dreams. What? You know, here's an interesting thing we're doing tomorrow on the show is that Lunchbox said, I could go to a supermarket and find a better singer than Abby just by going. He did say that. He did. And, you know, and Scuba Steve went with him, and they randomly went to a, a grocery store yesterday. Grocery store. And, Random grocery store. And they they tried to find a better singer than Abby. We'll play. I haven't heard the clips okay. yet. We'll play it on tomorrow's show. I feel like the way Lunchbox just said grocery store, he found someone. Well, I had to find someone. I had to find someone to sing for I know, me. but found someone that was, like, legit better than Abby, in your opinion. Yes. So tomorrow on the show, we'll have that. Um, but it should be interesting. <laughs> um, yes. I appreciate it. We, to get on. We think, if we're being honest here, that Lunchbox, who isn't a bad guy, we think that when someone new comes in and starts to get some shine on the show, he gets very jealous. Mm-hmm. No, That's it, the consensus in the room. Right. I mean, he hit it. He hit it. He said he sounds bitter, and it's like, oh, that's because he is. That's it. Yeah. He's bitter. So you're right, Steve. Yeah. I'm just honest, right. guys. Yeah, you're right. Thanks for calling. Steve, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, no, just appreciate you guys for y'all, too. All right, man. Have a good day. The, the, I guess the irony here is I said, hey, people hate callers. Let's do a bit where callers call in. And <laughs> yeah, tell that's us pretty ironic. Name. Yeah. Uh, it's like Rayane. <laughs> Rachel in New York. Let's go talk to Rachel, who is standing by. What's happening, Rachel? Good morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so I love all the different perspectives, like all the callers calling in from all over the place. Like, I'm in upstate New York, and... We're not really a big country music area, so I'm a huge fan. I love listening to you guys every morning. I look forward to it. As soon as I get up, I have to turn the radio on, and I listen to you while I'm getting ready for work, while I'm doing my work, and as soon as you guys go off the air, I'm kind of bummed. But I just love hearing all the different people talking about all their different lives and all their different thoughts on what you guys do and how you do it, but... You know, I, I may agree, I may disagree, but I always have a smile on my face. I appreciate that. Let's use that in the commercial. Haley's using the team. Mm, smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, I may think you're really stupid, but I always got a smile on my face. Yeah, that's uh, Rachel. In, we put a little quote, Rachel in New York. Well, they're real idiots, and they really add nothing to the community, but they are. They put a smile on my face. Uh, Rachel, thank you. Really appreciate your call. Okay, thank you. All right, have a great day. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at the screen, and they're all just want to talk about they like. Oh, oh, no, I no thought that the requirement, though, to share what you I like know. is to share something you don't like. But, like, Tony in Missouri is on. Okay, well, I'm sure he can say something. I'll gra- Tony, I need you to fit something negative into this. Yeah. So, Tony, <laughs> all, all I see are likes. So give me something you love, something you don't. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, for me, 
I, so when we talk about love, like I love all of the games that we play. I think if I had to go back and pick something I didn't like, it kind of revolved around. Uh, so like when we did like the, um, the the football trivia against women, just kind of like the the battering by lunchbox of some of these different areas uh, can come off a, a bit bitter there. But for the most part, like I absolutely love the games we play. I love that when a caller calls in, we know where they're from because it's like a connection from like all across the nation. So it's like little old me is connected to somebody listening in Seattle. Tony, I swear to God, he's this, saying this is like, we. He's saying we. Yeah, but like, so he's we, like, he's part of us. I love yeah, it. It's I the love great, that it's, too. It's the greatest company. Like, we do this. Very yeah. cool. That's our goal is to is to hopefully you feel like a we. It's amazing. Also, you would think we sent these people ten bucks and Venmoed them to call and give us these calls. Tony's like, I love the positivity you bring in the morning. <laughs> And that's what we try to do, but it almost sounds like we put people up to saying this. Yeah. Well, and when they use the word we, I want other listeners to know he's not. He's a producer he's in the back room. One of us, <laughs> he's like, hey, when I'm making the games in the back. <laughs> but it's awesome that he phrases it. Yeah. That way. Tony, where in Missouri do you live? Uh, I live in Springfield. Man, just appreciate that call so much. And that is the greatest compliment. You consider yourself one of us because we consider you one of us. All right. Have a good morning. And, and thanks for taking the time out of your day to give us a uh, call on the phones here. Absolutely. Have a great day. All right, buddy. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Georgia. A 43-year-old woman announced in October, hey, I'm pregnant. I'm having a baby. So she waits till the summer. Baby's born. Gets seven weeks paid vacation. Only problem is they started looking at the pictures of her two babies. They look nothing alike. It was a second fake pregnancy. She got busted. A they were, second fake pregnancy. Yeah, they were both fake. She had done one pregnancy. Well, who were the, ba- where were the babies? No, they were just pictures she got off the internet. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, she wasn't, like, holding them. Oh. No, no, no. No, no, no. Like, she just took the pictures and, like, oh, here are my babies. And so she did it not once, but twice. Got away with it the first time. Second time. She lived with people thinking she had a baby and she was a mom and she wasn't? Yes. Crazy. Pretty good so, racket. So she got with it. She got 14 weeks of paid vacation. Wow. Two different pregnancies. I, oh, this guys, has to happen. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I, I'm here <laughs> to tell you. Let's see the picture. Well, you will. <laughs> Trust me. Wow. Dang. I can't believe she got away with that. Who who, who found it? Do you know? Well, someone, she posted pictures like, man, those babies look nothing alike. Oh, my God. And they did some digging. No babies whatsoever. Never gave birth. They how, had do you, to- how do you do digging? I guess hospital records, hackers, well, I don't know. It just says they opened an investigation, found out she was never pregnant, never gave asked, birth. They probably asked her, hey, come in here. Are you pregnant? Do you have, you have babies? No. Okay. <laughs> investigation <laughs> closed. Investigation closed. <laughs> Mike D does that thing where he can reverse image to see if it's from Google. Mm. And so maybe oh, they did that. Oh, you think they got a Mike D I working for the state of Georgia? I think they had to already been suspicious because some yeah. babies just don't look alike. So you have to already think hey, something's up. two different dads. Yeah. Common. That's true. Happens. So. But that's a funny story. Yeah. Sh- hey, don't do that, everybody out there. <laughs> but you know people are. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Today's Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. So that would be 3-23-220. Today's date's not near as cool as yesterday, and I don't <laughs> like it. I like yesterday because the date sounded cool. It's it was all cool. twos. We were all like, Tuesday. Uh, but a special club of babies born at 222 share the doubly lucky birthday of 22222. I did see another kid that was born in like room 22. On wow. 222. On 222. That's cool. You wow. know, it's like 219, and the mom's like, let's go, we can do this. <laughs> or the doctor's like, it's coming, it's coming. Hold it for three minutes. I want this kid to be born at exactly this time. Maybe they fudge the numbers too. Sure. Yes, for if it sure. It comes out at 21. Do you think the doctor goes, hey, 
I got you. you. Let's call it 22. <laughs> so, uh, Logan Joel Corius Vasquez was born at 222. On 222-22 at Long Island's Catholic Health Mercy Hospital. Judah, same, Burlington, North Carolina. And so, do they get like a prize? Sometimes they'll give them a prize for that, like free Chick-fil-A for life, but I don't see that here. <laughs> there was one in Florence, Alabama. Wow. Born at 2.22 a.m. on Tuesday. Uh, that is from the New York Post. Uh, for anyone being born today, let's be honest, not as cool. <laughs> 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 All right, see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Yeah. The Bobby Bones Show.